Welcome to the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and you are listening to season two of Badgers and Friends from Ike Badgers. That's 12 weeks, 12 episodes, 12 players, 12 tremendous conversations. And we're getting right to it. Today we sit down with Alex Smith, member of the Badgers secondary, who's looking to take over when the old guys leave. So he's up next. And he's who we're sitting down with today. Welcome, Alex Smith. Let's dive into it. Alex Smith, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on. For those that don't know Alex, he's another athletic defensive back for the talented Wisconsin secondary, hailing from California. And every year it's a constant where the Badgers have new players step up and grow into impact roles. And this year is no different. So today we tell his story. My name is KJ Eichstead. We're here with Alex Smith, and you're listening to the Ike Badgers podcast. So, Alex, you're from the West Coast, a place where talented athletes come in all shapes and sizes, making an impact in all different sports. And there's also a plethora of schools on the recruiting circuit on the West Coast, you know, starting with the Pac-12 and going down the list. So taking it back to your recruitment, first question, what ultimately made you choose Wisconsin? And was it an easier, difficult decision for you? Uh, honestly, what ultimately made me choose Wisconsin was everything that they were talking about and that I was able to see on my visit. Uh, coming up here, uh, learning about all the d- tradition and just the, the, the play style of football up here and the coaches, everything. I really fell in love with the school, um, and that's really why I chose to come here. Uh, Big Ten, Big Ten football is nothing like it. I think it just put me in the best position possible. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I wish I could say you were wrong, but you're 100% right. You know, Wisconsin is a great place to develop players, uh, to just grow into impact players and even hit the next level. So you kind of inspired a question that I don't really have in my script here, but I want to ask because you, you brought it up. What was your perception of Wisconsin before you really got to know them on a deeper level? Um, honestly, before coming on the visit, I didn't really know too much. Uh, coming from, from California, you know, we focus a lot on the West Coast schools, Pac-12 schools. So that's really all I saw and knew growing up um, coming from California. But um, after, after the visit, you know, learning about the school just kind of took, took me away. Yeah, man, we're really happy you ended up choosing Wisconsin. Uh, keeping it in high school for just a sec – do you have a favorite moment from high school ball? Uh, favorite moment from high school ball. Ah, that's a tough one. Um, it, it probably have to be favorite moment. I'm trying to think because we didn't we didn't win any uh you know championships or anything. I'm trying to think of a moment where I would just have a good time with with, with the guys. Yeah, I mean it could be anything. I would say honestly, my first touchdown I scored on uh, on, on varsity on a Friday night. Um, it was on a kickoff return. I scored. It was like ninety five yards to the to the house. That oh was, heck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> man, that must have been awesome to see. Uh, the crowd must have just been going crazy. Students, man, why was, well, was uh, right right after the second half, opening kickoff, third quarter, opening kickoff. 
Man, I hope the fans got back in the seats for that one. (laughs) Um, So how about this? In your own words, what's the biggest difference between you as a player in high school versus you as a player in college? I would say the biggest difference is my knowledge of of the game. Um, Just playing a lot more football, seeing a lot more, studying it. I've learned so much about the game that I've been able to use use that knowledge to help me become a better player yeah so almost like a wisdom perspective and exactly uh, and and if you could speak a little bit to kind of maybe the uh you know that's that's definitely encouraging to hear because you know frankly in high school versus college everyone learns a lot more uh no matter what they do whether it's sports or even anything else but but could you speak a little bit for the you know maybe like the the training regimen you know like the workout regimen maybe the meal plan stuff like that um definitely that all goes into it um being being up here being at school that's all we're doing is football in school um so being able to be on a consistent workout plan um being having being able to have uh meal prep and different options available for you that that helps because nutrition and recovery is one of the biggest parts of being an athlete in any sport so that definitely helped and then just uh, being around guys that want to work, honestly, uh, I think we uh, corners are a good group. Uh, I think everybody in our group likes to work. So just being around guys who always want to work and push each other, that, that's, that's a big thing, too. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've had some good conversations with the cornerback group. So that's that's encouraging. Uh, so how about this? We hear from multiple Badgers players. Um, including the guys in that group you just mentioned, that you're definitely one of the players to keep an eye on. So now that you're at Wisconsin, how excited are you to, you know, just coming from the West Coast, maybe just looking at Pac-12 schools, but ending up as a Wisconsin Badger, how excited are you to blaze your own trail and write your own legacy? Um, I'm really excited. Um, Still writing the story, but just excited to take it, take it as far as it can go, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no matter which Badger comes on the show, there's one thing they all seem to have an agreement, and that's Wisconsin has a great reputation for developing players, you know, taking walk-ons and under-the-radar guys, guys that, you know, maybe in smaller, uh, lesser-recruited environments and turning them into caliber players and also really just tremendous young men. So what was it like when you first got to Madison coming from the West Coast? And then were there any upperclassmen who took you under their wing? Uh, when I first, what was it like when I first came to Madison? I would say um, instantly I knew that the whole team and the whole environment, just the, the vibe of the team was was work. You're gonna work every day. We're gonna get better. So just that coming in, that was a uh, very reassuring. And then as far as the older guys, um, I would say um, C's is our old, our oldest in the room. Um, C's has been here since since I was a freshman. I think he's done a, a, a real good job of of leading by example. Um, in everything that he does, he's trying to to just show us show us the way through what he's done, good and bad, so that we don't have to make the same mistakes he has, or or so that we can do some of the great things he has done as well. So I think Caesar Williams has done a good job in that, being a, a good leader and an old head in the room. That's really cool to hear. He's he's got some swag too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how about this? What do you remember most about your Camp Randall debut? 
Oh, Camp Randall debut. Okay, so um, first first time running out of camp was like nothing. Uh, uh, sound was gone, running through the smoke, the band playing, and then everything just opens up and you see everybody. Um, but first first action in the camp in the game, I, I believe it was against Illinois. Um, first play, they went at me on a slant. Uh, PBU breakup first play ever Heck yeah <laughs> so i was pretty pretty excited about that but yeah that was that was my um first snaps in the, in the camp man that's awesome i actually uh you know i was watching that game after no that's really cool i didn't know you realized you hit the ground running like that so that's yeah. that's encouraging man you know don't let off don't let that foot off the gas and uh here's something kind of adding on to that that pass break uh how much pride do you take in your ability to read the plays and is it something you actively work on um, definitely. I think it's something that every uh, corner should work on. Anybody on the field should work on uh, reading plays. That's that's how you make plays, just studying, uh, learning what, what certain teams' tendencies are and what they like to do out of certain formations. That's how you make big plays. That's how you make game-changing plays. Yeah, and, and, like, let me ask you this. Do you actively work on, like, baiting receivers and baiting the quarterback? Uh I would say, yeah, you work on it, but it's it's honestly, at that point, you got to be a football player. Then uh, you just got to be a guy. It's just playing with it. Honestly, you know what you have to do. You know your responsibility. You just put your own little sauce to it. At that point, that's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think I've ever asked that question before, but it just came to yeah. mind. Uh, so, how about this? How do you describe the difference in styles say, from the Pac-12 teams to the SEC teams and then to the Big Ten teams? Okay. Um, talk about this. Pac-12, I obviously never played in the Pac-12, but from people that I know and just watching the football, I would say Pac-12 is a more more fin- finesse, speed. Like, they, they, they pride themselves on speed and being fast, agile, Um they have good good phys- physicality, but um, I would say it's a little it's lacking in some areas. Uh, the Big Ten playing in the Big Ten, I think it's a, a pretty well rounded conference. Um, we got a lot of pa- uh, passing, running, uh, a mixture of both. We see a lot of a lot of that. Um, the SEC, I don't really really know about the uh, SEC. SEC obviously has everything. They have a um, a lot of a lot of good teams who do a plethora of things. Who have a, do a lot of different things so i wouldn't rank i wouldn't really rank one over the other i think they're all good conferences um yeah 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 go ahead oh no that's all that's all okay yeah no i was just thinking as you were saying like you know i would say sec and big Ten are consensus one and two you know i mean i give the sec Mm -hmm. their respect everyone around the country i think gives the big 10 their respect uh you know there's some haters but i don't think you can honestly not respect the Big Ten, and I would be interested to see the Pac-12 puts out a lot of talent as well, uh, especially at the skill positions. But I would be interested to see like a breakdown, um, you know, SEC, Big Ten, uh, Pac-12 in terms of how how many players they like put in the NFL per decade. That's kind of interesting data. Uh, so how about this? Kind of an add-on. What's your favorite part about Big Ten football? Favorite part about Big Ten football is you're gonna play a, a, a good team every week. It's no no ducks, no uh no weeks off. It's gonna be a challenge every week. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's how that's how you get better. So that's cool to hear. Um, so here's more on a uh, maybe like an individual level. Who's the best offensive player you've ever gone up against in practice? In practice, someone, yeah. So at, someone on your own team, maybe at Wisconsin. Yeah, you could say at Wisconsin, but if there's a guy in high school that comes to mind, you you could bring him up too. But I, yeah, either way. All right, I'll do a, a guy at Wisconsin, then a guy ever. Um, best at, at practice. I say two guys at practice. Obviously, JT. My name is Paul Hansen, founder of Iron Jock Performance Gear out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Iron Jock is the most advanced workout gear and apparel in the world. Every item is scientifically designed with a superfabric called Enduratec, a technology that eliminates 99.9% of all odor-causing bacteria. No other athletic and performance apparel has what Iron Jock has, and I guarantee all of it. If for any reason, at any time, you're not satisfied, send it back. No questions asked. Join the Iron Jock Takeover. Shop at ironjoc.com. JT, Jonathan Taylor, uh, yeah. guy, he was he did some things that, you know, a lot of people couldn't do. But I would say personally going against uh, Quintez Sivas uh, in practice, yep. like, that, that was a guy, like, early on in my career that, like, you really had to come with it. Like, you had to work. Uh, he, he, he brought you that work every time. Um, he, dis- he made plays, and that translated to uh, on Saturdays and got him to the NFL now. Um, and Man, he was... I was Oh, yeah, yeah. keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. You good? Oh, I was just going to say, he's so fun to watch. Like, you, you kind yeah. of, you know, we just saw that guy, and, and you could tell he was special. And uh, we just heard some stories, and it's just really cool to see him kind of blossom. And then JT, kind of like you were mentioning, we've heard some stories about that infamous scrimmage. Were you there for that, or was that a year before? Uh, no, that was a year. That was a year before I was there. Okay. We, we, we heard, we we've heard, heard some legends. We all have heard that story. And seeing the tape on that. Okay, okay. I would love to see the tape on that someday. That's intriguing. Uh, so how about this? Same question, but slightly different. Who's the best offensive player not on the Badgers you've ever gone up against? The best offensive player not on the Badgers I've ever gone against. I would say... One of my high school teammates, um, Charles Ross, a receiver, he uh, goes to San Jose State University. I would say Charles Ross, he receiver. Um, the guy, like, hands is 99. If he was on, on if we had NCAA, hands 99, route running 99, everything, speed, everything. He, just, I feel like he's just a complete receiver. Uh, and he could just make some spectacular plays. Yeah, I mean, shout to James Jones, you know, San Jose State. Mm-hmm. We we know him very well in, in Packers country. Uh, so I'd be interested to keep an eye on him as he, as he kind of mm-hmm. develops throughout his career. So, you know, we talked to Dean Ingram recently, and he mentioned you guys putting a lot of work alongside each other. And he played some wide receiver in high school. You know, his dad's a wide receiver coach for the Ravens. So, uh, and since you work closely with Dean, a lot of this, you know, we might call advantageous NFL intel finds its way to you and, and just like going up against a guy like that works out a guy like that. And so that being said, like how advantageous is it to learn from, you know, a guy like Dean uh, and maybe just soak up the knowledge from receivers on the other side of the ball and just kind of like work alongside and, and have that friendly competition with that guy. 
Um, I think it's, it's great. Uh, working with Dean, you know, we push each other every day. Uh, we, we In the film room, we share knowledge with each other, try to give each other tips and tricks, uh, what we see they can do better or what vice versa. And then just working with um, offensive guys and receivers, the knowledge that they have. You know, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. We're trying mm-hmm. to accomplish the, the same goal. So we some, – some days, you know, our, even our coaches are, are with it. Some days they'll we'll tell them certain things that we're kind of working on or ways that they can get uh, – better things that hurt us in in, in the same way so that we we get the best work in practice and so that come game time we haven't seen anything that'll give us trouble we've seen everything that'll be hard and have all the repetition needed yeah i think wisconsin is one of those programs that just operates at a high level like that so so that's that's a good answer uh how about this this is kind of a fun one who are a few nfl players you model your game after a uh, few league guys. I would say I take a couple things from Jeff Okuda, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Stefan Gilmore, and then I'm gonna say one name. This guy, he's just in, the, just got in the league, but he was just one of our players, Rashad Wild Goose. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know him real well. So I would say those are those are a couple guys I'm looking at. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's a fascinating answer. You know, I've always loved watching Stephon Gilmore, and like the Patriots would not be the Patriots without him. Uh, you know, you could say the same thing about uh, Jalen Ramsey and the Rams. I mean, he played a huge part in turning around the Jaguars' defense, and obviously they've you know had some some tough times since then. But Jalen Ramsey was he's always balled, whether Florida State or. Uh, the NFL and and would you be able to expand on maybe a couple of those things you took from each of them? You know, you don't have to talk forever, but maybe just kind of would you mind sharing something uh, like you took from each of those guys with your listeners? Uh, or with our listeners? Uh, Jeff Okuda, I would say, uh, just even watching him from college, even trans- uh, transferring over into the league, I think he's a, a real patient guy. He um, at, at the line, he knows how to win, win with his feet. And that's something that I've been trying to add to my game, working with it. So I think I take that from him. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is really, I feel like, truly a lockdown corner. And every team needs one of those. He's a dog. He He's going to give you everything he got uh, when you're on the field. Um, that's what I take from his game. I feel like uh, looking at Stephon Gilmore, um, He's a uh, he truly studies the game. Like, he, he I think um, every all the corners in the league, you know, do a good job of it. But I, I just watching him. Um, his film study is kind of top tier and that's something that I've been uh, working on more this offseason and trying to pride myself on and then lastly Rashad Wild Goose uh, I, I've been able to see him you know we came in at the same time I've been able to see him and his progression and just just where he's at uh, I, I, I think he does a lot of things good a lot of things well uh, specifically like in, in the press technique uh, we worked that a lot together and yeah uh, those are just some of the guys. Just, you know, I, I can t- I take a lot of things from a lot of yeah. in the field, but those are just a few things that I take from each one of those guys. Man, that's awesome. Um, I mean, that was like a really cool answer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So I recently that your god brother Achilles Smith played football at Oregon for, and he also played in the NFL for six years. So I, I just want to ask. Um, do you ever talk to him much? And did he have any advice as it pertains to playing at a high level and making the NFL? 
Um, I have had a couple conversations with him, but uh, not too much. Um, so I can't really speak on that one too much. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure either, so I just wanted yeah. to ask. How about this? What's it like playing for Jim Leonard? And can you uh, describe the moment you got you first got the news he was coming back? Man, uh, what is it like playing for Jim Leonard? Uh, Coach Leonard is, man, one of the best coaches in the country, if not the best. Uh, I think he's, he's truly like a hidden gem. And, and as we saw, people are starting to kind of find out. Um, getting the news that Coach Leonard was coming back was great. You know, he's a, a big part of our success as a team and just our progression as players. Um, the things I've been able to learn from him have been in second to none. He's uh, opened my eyes to so many different things and helped me to uh, become a, a better player and person off the field so, so much. Yeah, we're so thankful for him. I mean, just one of these incredible Wisconsin stories, like being from Ladysmith, Wisconsin. And I'll tell you, man, I actually went up there as a kid and there's not much there. You know, it's a small town. And I'm pretty sure he walked on and then obviously played in the league for 10 years. That's unbelievable. And now he's like he's one of the most sought after coaches in the business to the point where a Super Bowl contending Packers team wanted him as their guy. And to be honest, uh, as, as we cover the Packers as well, we're actually really happy that he stayed at Wisconsin because we didn't want him to go to the Packers at the Badgers expense. Like that would have been that would have been uh, tough to replace him. And uh, we're, we're thankful he stayed as well. So that's cool. Uh, how about this? You know, you gave that great answer about the NFL guys. Uh, can you share with our listeners something specific, whether it be in the details or even at a broad level that Jim Leonard's taught you? Um, I feel like the the biggest thing he harps on um, every everybody on our team from can make plays. Every, uh, if you're in college football, you, you're a good athlete. You know, you should be able to do do good things. It's about being um, consistent. What do all Badger fans need? A great place to watch the game, of course. That's where our good friend Jeff Johns comes in. Jeff is one of the hardest working realtors serving Madison, Milwaukee, and everywhere in between. If you're looking to buy or sell your next home, condo, or investment property, Jeff is a great guy to talk to. He's also a great person to talk to if you're interested in learning more about real estate or getting into the industry yourself. So for a free, no obligation, review of your home, buyer consultation, or whatever you need from him, just give him a call. He's available at 262-442-2700 or jeff.johns at exprealty.com. I would say more than anything, he's preaching on us and taught us to be be consistent. Um, don't do something until you get it right. You can do it till you won't get it wrong. I think that's that's some of the biggest things. Uh, he wants to see guys who come out and make plays when they're supposed to. Uh, when it comes to them, just be great and ball. Man, that's awesome because uh, that's that's kind of what Dean was saying too. It's just like consistency, and, and that's what separates the good ones from the great ones. Indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, can you share with our listeners a skill or technique you're working to get better at? A skill or technique I'm working to get better at. Uh, well, right now, honestly, it's the summer. I'm working on everything. But one thing specific I'll say I'm working on is getting better in uh, press technique. You know, that's something you can work on every day and everybody can always get better at. Uh, so just being more patient, being able to use my hands, uh, 
everything along those lines. So come, yeah. oh yeah, come this fall, come this fall, you know, we can be strapped up. Hey, you got you got us on. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, okay. Um, so here's kind of a fun question. Or actually, I got another question, and then I got another fun question. So, so what's it like playing with guys like Sion and Rashad Wild Goose? And can you share something unique they taught you? Maybe like one thing from each. Um, you actually broke up a little bit, but you said Fayon and Rashad, right? Yeah. What's it like playing with Fayon and Rashad? And I know you uh, you you touched on that earlier, but could you share something unique they taught you? Uh, something unique they taught me. Um, I'll say something kind of out of the ordinary. Uh, they're both from from South Florida, um, so. They, uh, football, football down there is is different. Like as people know, they they produce a lot of guys. But um, I would just say the attitude and that they that they brought to the game and and it's kind of like a, a weird thing I feel like to describe. But if you know like a Florida football player, you kind of kind of get that. So I would say uh, that's something I kind of picked up from them. And also, uh, as far as tech technique wise, um, from 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 those guys. Let's see. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's just so many things. I feel like, like I can say they uh, do a lot of great things. So I'm going to have to go to the next question on that one. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, well, the next question is kind of, uh, we'll see what you say. You know, so the question is, are there any funny stories with those guys? And would you share <laughs> a short version uh, for our, of one for our listeners? And obviously, you don't have to give all the details, you know, but maybe just uh, something that comes to mind that's making you laugh right now. <laughs> uh, man, a funny story I say with, with my guy Goose, um, probably soft, sophomore year, one of the years, maybe even still freshman year, uh, we were still in the dorm. There was a McDonald's across the street, and we had just got back from either winter break or spring break. And, um, it was late, like one one o'clock in the morning. But we was we were hungry. We needed something to eat, and McDonald's was a spot. So we had oh, yeah. waited. We had waited in the um, in the drive through line. We had to walk. We didn't have no car, no moped. Nothing. We waited in the drive through line in the freezing cold. Mind you, it's winter, uh, so we got our big jackets on. Freezing cold, first day back, and to to, to order, uh, we waited in the line for a cool minute too. But I would say that's probably <laughs> a funny story. Me and my guy Goose had. Dedicated to the Big Mac. Those Got you. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your order, if you remember? Uh, my order was probably the um, the double quarter pounder uh, meal with with cheese, uh, medium, you get the, uh, French fries, and I probably got a Powerade for the drink. Mm, man, I, I ate two, a light lunch. With, with, two, with two apple pies on the side. You got to get the apple pie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty hungry actually right now. So it sounds it sounds like it sounds tasty. Um, so kind of like getting back to team, what's it like playing with Graham Mertz? And in your own words, what makes him unique? Um, playing with Graham Mertz, you know, he 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 really shows that he's a, a top tier quarterback every day at practice. I think that's what he does. He's uh, really trying to separate himself from the rest of the guys in the country. Um, he he going against him, you know, he he makes it tough for us to, to make plays all the time, uh, putting making throws that's, that are just in spots um, that 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 you don't really see a lot. Uh, tough, tough positions, um, 
coming to the game, just motivating the team, motivating his all of his guys to do better and be better, um, not settling and just trying to always push push the bar every day in practice. I think that's what he does good and brings to our team. Man, we're really excited to watch his story unfold. Uh, we we see the talent, and uh, we're we're you know we're just really excited. Uh, so so how about this? I kind of touched on this a little earlier. Um, you know, besides yourself, like we've heard a Badgers say that, hey, keep an eye on this guy, Alex Smith. Keep an eye on Dean Ingram. Uh, is there another Badgers player that might be flying under the radar that fans should be aware of? Nyan, like, don't sleep on blank. Uh, yeah, I would say Rodas Johnson. Um, I don't know if anybody else has mentioned that name, but um, no, Rodas, not, man. I say Rodas Johnson. Um, a guy on, on the on the D line that has had uh, I feel like had a great spring and has has shown that he's you know he's ready for that for that role. He's ready to step up and uh, make big plays for us come Saturdays. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. The first time anyone's mentioned him, so. How about this? What's a goal you want to achieve at Madison? Uh, one goal and then one team goal before moving on to the next level. Um, I'll start with the team goal. I'll say the team goal is to win a national championship. Love um, it. That's what we're trying to get at. Um, uh, and then personal goal, you know, um, first, you know, I first want to become, uh, you know, all big 10, you got to be all big 10 first and then all American, you know, that's, that's one of the goals. And then the ultimate one, the Jim Thorpe, um, three things on my list, I think are very attainable, but there's a lot of work that has to be put in to achieve them. Got to dream big. That's one of those that, uh, we live by. So keep dreaming and you will achieve those dreams because you got to visualize it first and, you know, human mind's a powerful thing. So, so how about this? We love this question, and I don't box in your answer in any way. So just like you know, answer this however you want to answer it. If you were to describe Alex Smith's personal brand, how would you describe it? Alex Smith's personal brand. We talking. This is what football on the field, or just who is who's Alex Smith as a guy? A little bit of both. Okay. Um, Alex Smith is a guy is uh, a guy you're gonna show up and you're gonna get the same guy every day. Um, guy with, with with great work ethic and just a want a want to 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 be better and do better uh, every day. Um, you're gonna get a guy with with full of full of personality, full of energy, coming with it. Uh, trying to have fun, you know. Football is a, is, a, is a game. At the end of the day, I'm trying to out there trying to have fun with my guys, and there's no better way of doing that by making plays, uh, being great. So I would say that's what you what you get as a guy. That's the brain. That's good stuff, man. Uh, how about this last question before we move on to the lightning round? Do you keep in touch with any of the baddest players in the NFL? I know you mentioned Wild Goose, but uh, any other guys? Uh, yes, uh, Nick Nick Nelson. Um, Zach, Zach Bond, Chris Orr, uh, Quintez, Cephas, all those guys, majority of guys I play with, you know, they do a good job of coming back and staying in communication with us and even talking outside of the facility. That's really encouraging to hear. I know, uh, you know, you mentioned Nick Nelson and I totally forgot when we were off the call, but he, he was a big part of, you know, kind of helping Ike Badger's podcast get to where it is. So shout to Nick Nelson, shout on, shout, shout to Chris out Orr. City. Yeah, Nick City. Uh, we'd love to have Quintez on sometime, hopefully someday. But uh, 
We'll see. You know, hopefully we can get that done. Um, so, okay, now do the lightning round where I ask you a bunch of quick hitter questions, and all I ask is that you keep the answers to one or two sentences. Sound good? Okay. All right, so here we go. First question, go-to meal lately. Oh, say that again? What's your go-to meal lately? Go-to meal, uh, chipotle, burrito, uh, and chips and guac. I mean, that's honestly hilarious because I made a tweet like last week. It just seems like Badgers players love Chipotle. They love Kidova. Uh, and, uh, you wanna, yeah. you wanna, actually, it's a, a thing behind that. So we have this uh, voucher, right? We get uh, you know a couple couple dollars to spend at uh, some of the local businesses. And Chipotle and Kidova are on it. So that's why we eat that so much. I feel like a lot of players eat that. That was, that was the best spots on there. Man. A little I've had a lo- I've had a light lunch and I'm just starving right now and it's <laughs> I got I got to crush a meal after this. So uh how about this? Who's a musical artist you've been listening to a lot this year? Rod Wave. Okay. What's the first app you check in the morning? Uh, messages. What's one of your favorite brands? Supreme. Apple Music or Spotify? Apple Music. <laughs> What's a good book you've read? Oh, um, I can't really remember. I think it's uh, Think and Grow Rich. Ooh, Napoleon Hill? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, you know, I think I, I think I may have read that a few years ago, but I'd have to brush up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your, like, your biggest takeaway, if you, if you wouldn't mind sharing? Um, I'm actually still in it. Um, I'm kind of at the, at the end. So if there's a part two, we might have to get back to that one. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, how about um, this? I, favorite movie? Favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie or TV? Favorite movie is Scarface. That's a good movie. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, Dean said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Man, you guys, did you watch that together? Uh, no, nah, we haven't. I actually didn't even know that. It, yeah, it, no. It, dude, it makes a lot of sense, though. It makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, I watched it for the first time in my life, like, six ago, and I was like, this is a good movie. Uh, how oh, about yeah. TV show? Any come to mind? A uh, TV show. Oh, that's a tough one because I feel like I'm kind of changing. But uh, right now I have to go with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Great show. Just yeah. a good show. How about this? What's a favorite class you've ever taken? Favorite class I've ever taken in college? Could be anywhere. Um, second grade, I had an English class. Uh, that was that, that I love, but um, we played. We learned how to play the recorder in it as well. Um, my second grade teacher taught us how to play the recorder. That's cool. Uh, you know, music is one of those things that translates into almost everything. So, how about this? What's the next place you want to visit? Next place I want to visit in the country. I'll say Miami. I've never been, so I got to uh, scratch that one off the bucket. But out of the country, I want to go to Tulum. Mm, where's that? That's a great question. I don't know. I just know I want to go to Tulum. I heard it in the song, so now I got to go. Is that an island somewhere? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I just I can't pinpoint it off the top of my head. So what's your favorite sport outside of football? Baseball. Okay. And then if you could start or pursue any charity, what would it be? 
Um, some type of charity, um, giving back to like providing providing athletic wear, like to 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 give athletic wear to children like in need who can't afford it. You know, cleats and stuff. All that uh, things add up as a child, and that's something that I think I would want to get into. That's that's really cool, man. You know, uh, you ever need you ever need want to talk more about that? We'd love to talk more. And we always like to wrap up our show this way. How's the family and how's Alex Smith, the person, doing? Uh, the family is great. You know, I just got back from seeing them over our little short summer break. Uh, my little sister is, I have a little sister. She's about to graduate. So I'll be going back to attend now. I'm proud of her. Uh, she's going to Louisiana State University, LSU. Um, okay. And Alex Smith, as a person, is doing great. You know, I'm out here in Madison enjoying the great weather. Uh, being able to work out with my guys and just bond and just grow as a team and just get better every day. I'm doing great. Just living the life. Happy to hear that, man. So that wraps things up for today. We want to thank Alex for coming on the show. This has been a great interview. Alex, any final thoughts? Any message you want to leave the fans with? Um, just stay tuned. You know, we're working. Um, be ready to fill the camp up come this fall. Be ready Amen. to jump around. Amen. It's going to be good to see that place. So thanks for listening, Badgers fans. If you enjoyed this episode, want to help support the show, easiest way to do that is simply tell another Badger fan. You know, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Those things are great, but just telling a Badger fan goes away. And if you're on Twitter, that's a great way to connect with us. You can find us at Ike underscore Badgers, where we post analysis, highlights, scores, and more. And we keep it pure sports without the politics. So, Alex, do you want to tell everyone who's with you? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Yeah, do you want to tell the fans, maybe if they wanted to connect with you or get in touch with you, uh, how well, they can do that? Indeed. Um, on Instagram, at AlexGotJuice underscore, and on Twitter, underscore AlexSmith10. You know okay, that. cool. Yeah, and lastly, if you're an athlete or business, want to talk branding, casting, send us an email at welcometoike at gmail.com. You can also check out our new website, ikepodcastnetwork.com. Got a bunch of examples and also a free case study. Kind of shows how we do things and how you can do it all. A lot of exciting things to come. My name is KJ Eichstead. It's been another great episode of the Ike Badges podcast with Alex Smith. So until next time, Badges fans, we're out. Gone.